Hello and welcome to the Impact Your Fitness podcast. My name is Jennifer Schwartz and today I'm going to discuss a difficult spot on the injury recovery and healing from orthopedic pain journey, which is being present while working your way back. So specifically, I'm going to dive into three terms that I use while coaching people in this phase. And if you're familiar with the studio, that would be between phases two and three of the process that we take our clients through and well into phase three. So this is something that I do every day unless I basically completely shut off my phone and stay away from social media and my studio because I will get questions about this from different clients in very different places in their, you know, healing journey. So the three terms are muscle tightness, muscle dysfunction, and tension. First, I want to bring your attention to video if you're watching i have my monthly quote up on the wall it says health is full energy in harmony i love this quote and i just wanted to share it for no particular reason except that it's a really beautiful thing to remember about our body and yourself coming back to your own harmony, your energy, and creating the most potential possible for those two things. So that, if you want to know who said that, I will gladly indulge you. Just DM us on Instagram or ask in the comments here on YouTube. So muscle tightness, muscle dysfunction, and muscle tension. All of these things can lead to pain and decreased range of motion. All of these things can be present while having a high-performing body. And they can all be present when there is issues um, with pain and the cognition of pain. All these issues are also led by the brain. Those are just, you know, kind of things that these three things have in common. And the other thing that these three terms have in common is that I'm talking about them often. (laughs) So that's why there's a episode dedicated just to them. Uh, And before we get into these definitions, I have a quote from a wonderful book on behavior and the brain and biology. I want to share you know, how these can be done with um, strategic principles. So, you know, think about it this way. What if we could bring down the suffering and increase performance by not stretching at all, by not forcing your body to do anything? What if we could find a solution by better categorizing these issues and diagnosing these issues And yes, we can do both. And we do both at the studio here in Alexandria, Virginia with these principles. So here are the three really important things to keep in mind while, you know, crawling your way back to 
feeling better than ever and full injury recovery. One, one principle is empowerment and not creating a nocebo effect. So uh, sometimes we can get ourselves into a tizzy and create more pain with the sheer power of our brain and our mind and our emotions and thoughts. This is a really large topic for me. I think about this very deeply. So we're going to leave any other notes I have on empowerment over nocebo for another episode. I always have to like breathe deep when I get into something that is exciting like that term and move on. So we're going to move on. (laughs) The second principle is understanding that pain is just hellishly complicated. It is not simple. And I'm speaking about this from a neurochemical, a sensory standpoint, a mechanical standpoint, an emotional standpoint. So give yourself the basically some credit for having to battle your way through this, but also like just know that it is complicated and it's there's usually not a black and white approach to this phase of healing and getting back to full fitness without (laughs) unless you you know you're just taking the pill route that does seem to be a pretty simple not complicated way to do it um in the short term so if you're trying to do this without the help of pharmaceuticals it is complicated the third principle is adopting a biopsychosocial cognitive approach to pain resolution This is another really big topic. I have a TED Talk in a brand new one, TED Talk link in the show notes that talks about pain resolution and pain neuroscience. And it it does incorporate the biopsychosocial approach, which is another big topic for me. So we're going to leave it there (laughs) and get to these definitions. And so one of the main takeaways here for this little conversation is that one of the keys for resolving pain, tightness, and underwhelming body performance is to resist the urge to categorize all pain as bad. Because guess what? All the signals All the factors of our life do matter. So if you have pain and poor sleep, that matters. If you have pain and you are worried about taking time off of work to deal with it, that matters. If you have pain and have a high stress environment from a situation with your dad to a situation at work, it matters. Your exercise matters. The amount of activity you do matters. And your attitude towards all these things matters. Your perception of these things matter. So that's what I mean, like resisting the urge to categorize all pain as bad. It's because it, it can just be so much more under the surface. And I, well, I'll just start with this quote to like wrap this up. So Robert Sapolsky has a book called Behave. 
He is a brilliant researcher in hormones, stress, and biology. Highly recommend any of his books. So, quote, when you think categorically, you have trouble seeing how similar or different two things are. If you pay lots of attention to where boundaries are, you pay less attention to complete pictures. So the idea here is that complete pictures are more helpful. A lot of the factors matter when it comes to resolving tightness, muscle dysfunction, pain, poor body performance, and that's that. So without further ado, let's get into these terms. And I'm going to start with the term tension first. So tension, I think, is a really important word to dive into with my clients because it's a natural part of life and rhythm. The rhythm of life is tension. So one part of that is that the muscles are very good at developing tension. That's what they are designed to do. And in fact, if we didn't have muscle tension, we wouldn't have upright posture. So therefore, any bad connotations you have about tension need to go out the window because tension is just a very part, very natural part of the rhythm of being alive. We have tension and pressure in our body holding all of our goodies together, just plain and simple. The body's natural way of being is in high tension. So tension in the muscles is very natural. In fact, when we place a stretch on our muscles and tendons, the response from the muscles is actually to contract, which creates more tension. The relaxed sensation comes when the tolerance to stretch basically gets overridden or a stretch tolerance is released. And that's just in the context of like passive stretching. There's a whole chapter we could go into on tension and high velocity movement and high uh, movements that require a lot of strength. I covered a little bit about this in the tendon episode, so we'll link that down below. So, but here's the thing that's like really important to understand about tension as you feel it, Um, not tension in the natural rhythm of things. So tension when we feel it and we try to stretch through it can result in basically less output by our muscles and yeah, which can be very undesirable, basically. Muscle tension can be a main signal for people when they're stretching and I don't think that is a good way to go about it. I would much prefer people work with the contractions of and the positions that they're trying to achieve. Um, and I use a term called fire through it, meaning using your muscle tension as a way to move through different ranges of motion to get that flexibility and really nice feeling in your body. Okay, so that's tension. We're just, that that's really, so when I hear tension and I t- hear people 
talk about it in a way that's not helpful. This is the terminology I use with them to try and help, you know, create something more sophisticated and effective when it comes to like getting out of an undesirable tension sensation. But just know tension is a good thing in in one way. We want it in our muscles so that we can stay upright and it's not something to overcome or fight all the time with your flexibility training. Okay, so let's move on to muscle tightness. Muscle tightness is interesting because basically it's mostly like just a sensation and it's very subjective. And so in that term, in that way, it like doesn't mean a whole lot on the clinical perspective, but muscle tightness is something that comes up all the time because people feel it and they want to tell you how their body's doing. And this is the only word that they have. It's like, it's tight here. It hurts here. And a big part of my work, like I said before, is to not categorize everything as bad. Like we have to just pay attention to more delicate matters. So muscle tightness is important to know about because it can it serves a lot of the times as like this protective mechanism in the body. The body attempts to prevent injury and it does that by limiting movement when a muscle is overworked or like the biomechanics just like aren't in your favor. So biomechanics I look at as an individual thing that everybody has. Like you have a lot of options for the movement and the mechanics that you want to create, or you have less options. And the more options you have is based on strategy from the brain and like strength through those ranges of motion. So biomechanical options just vary for every individual. So this could mean that they have a certain way of moving that's not ideal, like a bad habit. Uh, This could mean that an individual places more weight onto one side of their body. And that can happen for so many reasons and some of them very practical. So this could also be because of shoes, equipment, repetitive movements, breathing patterns, sitting posture, all over the place. So this can be related to strength imbalances that can also contribute to having more or less biomechanical options. So I just think it's when I'm working with clients and trying to help people with this difficult, complicated phase of recovery, it is important to say tightness is a protective mechanism and it was helpful at some point on your journey, but being able to move beyond that requires a biomechanical kind of focus for mobility, for strength training, and viewing the body. So this is a really important topic because it it's just something that comes up in every single new client, new new person. So, okay, we're 17 minutes in. We're almost done. Muscle dysfunction. This term is something I use all the time. And it's a term that I use to be a bit more holistic about my client's issue. It's the idea is to like optimize the dysfunction rather than just like categorize it as bad. So if we optimize the 
dysfunction in the muscle rather than chasing it around, we have this new idea, new strategy that's po- like, um, I don't want to say positive, but it's just more workable. It's more helpful to think of it as, okay, I can optimize instead of chasing around and pretending like everything is just bad. Every sensation except strong and pain-free <laughs> basically is bad. And that's, I'm trying to just take that out of your system. So a way to show people that our treatments are about getting back to like the most natural posture, and I call it back to the factory settings. So this word is an attempt to show people that, that that's what our treatments are about. I'd like to think that this mindset promotes a proactive attitude towards movement and empowering individuals basically to take control of their bodies and develop a deeper understanding of how their muscles impact their well-being. So this holistic approach goes beyond the traditional views of muscle maintenance and just like burning calories. It's um, opening us up for a lot of possibilities for improved overall health and longevity. So muscle dysfunction has to do with the neuromuscular strength, tolerance, and how our body creates movement given its biomechanical options and what is available to the muscle in like a contractile sense. And that's a very fun thing to talk about for me with clients because it's what makes us unique here at Impact Your Fitness is focusing on the contractile ability. So here are some three steps that I help that help people get from feeling stuck in a recovery journey to feeling improved and on their way to better than ever. So one is understand muscle tightness and muscle dysfunction within your body. So that requires a very detailed approach to range of motion and what you need. So it's strategy. Two, focus on optimizing the muscular system with isometrics and and improving contractile ability. I'm going to talk about that so much on our timeline of the Impact Your Fitness podcast. Number three, utilize your new mechanics in strength activities. So that means not just going back to the cookie cutter exercise um, list from your favorite guru or influencer. It means understanding how your mechanics work in your chosen exercises for strength. So yeah, that's it. You know, muscle tightness is muscle dysfunction. Overstretching causes muscle dysfunction. A dysfunctional muscle has uh, qualities of tightness, weakness, stagnation, low voltage, and poor neuromuscular activity. So it's complex. Sensations are really complex. Emotions are about pain are complex. And I just want to help you guys use terminology that is helpful so that you can see the opportunities to change and be a little bit more about optimization instead of just chasing tightness and pain around and hoping it just goes away with little tricks. So if you want to be more uh, focused in your exercise, join me on the course, Be Your Own Exercise Guru at jennifersimoneschwartz.com 
or hang out with us at the studio, see what it's all about, hang out on Instagram, and let me know what you guys are thinking about this podcast and if you like these helpful, coachable moments that um, I'm sharing here on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. And the Think Fit, Be Fit Network thanks you as well. We would love to know what you want to hear from us, um, who you want on the podcast, and if you're loving it, share it with your friends, clients, comrades, colleagues, whatever. (laughs) All right, have a nice week. And, you know, I hope all of this impacts your fitness in a really productive and functional way. 